Kayanos, fresh tongues. Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kayanos! Genesis chapter 6. Let's start from verse 1. Genesis chapter 6 And it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them verse 2 and that that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair and they took them wives of all which they chose verse 3 verse okay verse 3 and the Lord said, Are you there? If you are there, say Amen. amen. If you are there, say amen. amen. That means half of us are not there. If you are there, say Amen. amen. And the Lord said, My spirit, say after me, my spirit. my spirit. I didn't hear you. Say after me, my spirit. My spirit. Say after me, my spirit. my spirit. Who is the one talking now? Huh? Who is the one talking? Pay attention. Pay attention. Follow. The Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man. This is a declaration of God Himself. Uh, it is not something that came as a result of the fact that He wanted it, but something that is a consequence, a consequence of a new system that has come into oppression as a result of the fact that man subscribed to a new regime a new system it is here that it became obvious that there are two operating systems that man can subscribe to as a result of the fall meanwhile if it is possible that man will be made into what god has ordained for him then there is only one way that it can be achieved and that way is by the operating system that god himself uses to achieve all of his purposes are you with me? If you are with me, say amen. amen. So, now, it means from this scripture, something has become obvious that the agenda that God is trying to achieve in man and through man has, has encountered a fracture. How many of you have played football before? You played football. You are, you are number nine. Okay, you are number what? Huh? Chimwe. You look like somebody that plays football. Is it not true? Mm -hmm. You were number what those days? Hmm? Are you number five? My God. So, if you if you have played... I know Dennis didn't do anything. Me, I know. Dennis didn't do it. If you have played football... Huh? Ozoma? You tap now. You tap... If you have played football for some time, there is something that would have happened to you. This scripture will be clear to you. Huh? You would have experienced one or two fractures. Hmm? You would have broken a toe, an ankle, huh? a knee. Or there is one that used to happen. 
It seems as if I don't know what they call here. What do they call here, Choma? This bone. Eh? The tibia. You and somebody, somebody will just bring, especially these people that have single bone. Like my younger brother. You are in trouble if you jam him. He's like jamming. That's what we call daff engine. Daff. <laughs> when you jam daff, you are in tr- if he jam you, you are in trouble. If you jam, you are in trouble. Anything that happens and there is a collision with that kind of structure, you will be the one to suffer a fracture. So, my brother, his leg is not big. If he hits you, your leg will now swell. It will be like it will be like this. You know that thing. It will be like this. So that's what happened. That thing that happened to you happened to God in the context of the execution of his purposes. Why? Why did it happen? Because man fell. And the consequences of falling is not just about the fact that our man sinned. We God forgive. Can God you know you know can God just overlook the fact that man fell? It's beyond the fact that God wants to overlook your failures. Follow. Are you with me? When a man subscribes to that kind of failure and that kind of system that is a, as a result of falling away from glory because the God's, God's, um, God's uh, system, God's uh, facility for achieving his purposes is um, included, is all inclusive in the word called glory. Say after me, glory. glory. I didn't hear you. Say after me, glory. glory. So, the scripture now told us in the book of Romans chapter 3 verse 23 he said for all have sinned and what happened so the problem is not about you continuing in sin or the fact that man even sinned it's just um, about the fact that a man that sinned originally or continues in sin is a man that is fractured is a man that is living out of the scope the possibility of achieving the purposes of God through that kind of life is is all is going down as you are continuing in that sin it is going down are you with me so even though god wanted to continue with man can you see what i'm saying from chapter one chapter two he still wanted to continue with man he gave he brought man sued something gave him something is it not true chapter four he wanted to con- chapter five he wanted to chapter six he said Kai! what did he now say my spirit can no more strive with man why the why is in the next phrase. For let's read it together. One, two, ready, go. So the problem now is not that God doesn't want to continue with you the way you are. He wants to continue, but there is a challenge. The challenge is that God can't work with the flesh because now listen. The reason is because God can only work as long as His Spirit is working. Are you with me? If you have me, say Amen. And I need to show you something in the book of Galatians. The book of Galatians showed us something that is um, fundamental in all the buildings of God. Uh, the scripture said that that, um, that the spirit is in enmity with the flesh. That's a profound statement. It's a statement of fact. Are you with me? I, I, I just desire that you will pick this. You are not with me. Pray in the spirit for one minute. You are not with me. You are not with me. You are not with me. Pray in the spirit. Tell God to take me to where this this broadcast 
is floating over my head. I need to get where this broadcast is coming from. You are not even praying. You are not sincere. You are praying in tongues, but you are not sincere with your prayer. You are not sincere. Once I get 10 people, I will continue. All these people everywhere and online. Once I get 10 people, I will continue. In Jesus' name. Now, the scripture said in the book of Galatians that the spirit, and I need to tell you people, as I've taught you, that when you hear the word spirit in the context of the scripture, it can mean a person, it can mean a realm, and it can mean an operating system. Number one, it can mean what? Two, it can mean what? And then the third one, it can mean what? Now, in this context of the execution of the purposes of God, when you hear the word spirit, it means an operating system that God have to engage if it is possible that his project will be executed. So when the scripture said that the spirit is antagonistic to the flesh, it means that when the flesh is in operation, the flesh is also accomplishing a purpose. In this context, the purpose of who? Satan. Are you with me? So there is a system through which Satan accomplishes his purpose. If, no matter the agenda that is in the heart of Satan, it cannot be put into work until the flesh is engaged. Because the flesh is the operating system of the fallen man. Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? Now, if the flesh is the operating system of the fallen man, then the new man in Christ has an operating system. And that operating system is the spirit. So in this context, the spirit is the operating system. So something happened. Even though God wanted to continue his work with man after the fall, he cannot because man has fallen. And the, what we means that man has fallen is that man can no more engage the facility of God's building, the operating system of the spirit, at the frequency that he would have if he has not fallen by sin. Are you with me? So even though God's purpose is intact, he made a profound statement. In this your fallen state, my spirit can no more strive with you. Why? Because something happened to you. Huh? Intrinsically, man in that state has subscribed to the engineering that is only possible in the flesh. So, the work of the spirit in this context, in and through man, has suffered a fracture. And that is why we need regeneration. Are you with me? If you are with me, say Amen. amen. Now, Remember again that God is only working as long as His Spirit is what? Working. And if you go to the book of the same Genesis chapter 1 and verse 2. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 2. Let's see. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 2. If you go there, the scripture said, And the earth was without form. And what? The Oh. You people need to follow me. And the earth is without form and what? And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God what? So the first revelation of the spirit of God is as what? So the first revelation of the spirit of God is as a moving spirit. Are you with me? I say what? I didn't hear you. I say what? Everybody. Let's say it again. I say what? Let's say it again. So write it down. The first revelation of the Spirit of God in the scripture is as a moving spirit. Write it down. The first revelation of 
the spirit of God in the scripture. If you forget anything today, don't forget this. It is the basis of what we are saying. The first revelation of the spirit of God in the scripture is as a what? Moving spirit. Now if, and remember, as soon as the spirit moved, God began to walk. Are you seeing it? So, now by the time we got to chapter 6, as a result of the fall of man, the spirit wanted to move. Cry! He can no more move. And remember, if the spirit cannot move, God cannot walk. Are you seeing it? So there is a there is a big problem. There is a big problem. So if God can only walk when the spirit is walking, huh? And the first revelation of the spirit of God in the context of the works works of God is that the spirit have to move. Hmm? It will now mean that the workings of God is in a continuous movement. Sometimes me, continuous movement. I didn't hear you. Say continuous movement. Now remember the working realm possibility infrastructure is the spirit. And once the spirit starts working, the way we know that the spirit is working is by what? Are you seeing it? So when the spirit begins to move, we will not know he's working. Are you seeing it? So if the spirit is not moving, we will stay and start waiting. But once the spirit starts moving, we will not know that he is what? Working. So if the spirit is working in your life, what is the sign? Sometimes me, movement. That means the works of the spirit, if it is true that the Holy Spirit is the one that engineered the work in your heart, the proof is that there will be progressiveness in that work. Are you getting the point? What is the proof that the Holy Spirit is the one that engineered the move? Self me progressiveness. Are you not seeing where we are going? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I think you need the door. You need the door. Be fast. Be fast. You need the door. You can't stay there and do it. You need the door. You see why I said he needs the door. He didn't believe it. But me, I know that he needs the door. I think you need to put your phone on silent. If you think it can distract you, you can put it on silent and one call will enter. You go and answer it and then your whole service will end. So it might mean in that context that you will need to put it off. In Jesus' name. Make a note talk again. So, um, if the spirit is a moving spirit, then the way we realize that God is working in your life is that the spirit have begun to move. Are you with me? So, if we meet you at the same plane, in the same dimension of God's working in your life, after some season, it is a proof that at some point in your work, huh, in the development of your work with God, especially in that context, that the spirit stopped moving. Are you with me? If you stagnated, then it is a proof that the spirit stopped moving. Now, I used to say that you cannot catch me in one spiritual plane in any three months. It is not possible. I have never been in one spiritual plane for three months. Hmm? God taught me the mystery of 12 weeks. 
12 weeks is equal to what? 12 weeks is equal to what? God taught me the mystery of 12 weeks. That's not what I'm about to say here. But if there is nobody that have started an apostolic center here that have not taught the mystery of... If I have not taught you, then I'm, I have not taken you serious. A man of God. If I have not taught you the mystery of 12 weeks, hmm? let me leave it. There is a way you download a territorial candle, a territorial lampstand. It doesn't just come. Huh? There are things you must fulfill. I, have you not noticed the things we do in Revival Hub? It seems as if we know what to do. We know what to, there is a, a superior wisdom backing it up. Huh? Yes, there is something to do. There is a way to set up a territorial lampstand. And then, what we are doing, we start affecting the territory. You'll be doing something and there is no banner at Newe. There is no invitation. There is no anything. Eh? And then you come to bedpans, people feed the hall. Who invited them? The same bedpans we started with four people. We started these bedpans, even here, with five and then we come, there is no seat, we sit on the ground and then after some time Victor went and borrowed seat for us we use it, use it, the man heard news and said, give me my seat and then we started sitting on the ground and then somebody now gave us money we now bought those blue seats where are my blue seats? have all of them finished? where are my blue seats? It's Victor that broke all of them. He's going to buy all my. He's going to buy hundred pieces as beginning. Stop saying amen. Buy it. You don't need your amen. Hmm? Those blue seeds we are the first one we now bought. I think how many pieces? Is it ten or twelve? I think it's about ten or twelve. We now bought it. Hmm? We now started using it. Of course, I don't have seats. So once I come for bedpans, I will stand till bedpans end. I will stand till bedpans end. I don't have seat. After me, your pastor. After me, my pastor. Didn't have seat, but I now have seat. I didn't have seat, but there is something God taught me. That's not. I'm just giving that as an example. There is a way to set up a territorial lampstand. I have tried it and tried it and tried it many times. I have taught people to try it and they have tried it. It worked. Once you do it, the thing is that there are also feedbacks you will get. And many people, when those feedbacks come, they will now stop. They don't have the wisdom to understand what is happening. And the people that have the wisdom don't have the strength to stay true. And then God will drop his lampstand. What it means for a territorial lampstand to mean is that, are you with me? Oh? It means that where the territorial lampstand is, where the lampstand of God is, is where his prophetic voice is. Huh? It means that prophetic voice doesn't mean I see or I see. No. It means that if you want to understand the shape of what God is doing in a territory. Are you with me? All you need to do is to look at the places or the place 
that God has installed his territorial lampstand. His corporate dealing in that context is a representation of what he wants to be done in that in the church and what he wants the, to do through the church. Are you with me? Are you with me, oh? It be like this lesson they bigger than you. So let me come back. This is teaching for people that are on the field, people that are working, and they have encountered challenge and they don't know how to set up these things. Hmm? But let me show you a pro- I show you a challenge. If the demand on your Encounters is that you make progress in that. I'm assuming every one of us have had an. There is nobody here that has come to bed pants two weeks that have not had an encounter. Yes. If you have not encountered Jesus, you have encountered me. No, be so. If you have not encountered me, you have encountered the Bible. If you have not encountered the Bible, you have encountered Buddha. If nothing has happened to you, you have encountered the spirit of prayer. Some of you have encountered the revelational spirit. Hmm? The way you understand Bible now was not the way you used to understand it. They have done surgery to your head. Hmm? Before you used to read through Matthew. <laughs> Matthew, Mark. But now, if you are looking at it, you will be wondering, there must be something I have not seen here. Make you know, be say, Papa, go come read here now. You come be like, say, I never read them. <laughs> you know now, there are places you have read and you are asking yourself, I'm not sure if, if, if Papa read this place, it be like something go come out. Let me show you something. Um, the Bible spoke in the book of John. Is it not John chapter 3 verse 3? Huh? It was John the Baptist that was saying, I will decrease and he will what? Meaning that the work of God is progressive. And men like Oswald J. Smith calls it the, this context of God's working and progressive encounters in the life of a man. Oswald J. Smith calls it the... Um, Building by the force of expulsive affection. I have taught it here. The way I taught it is like, let's assume that um, you have a suction pressure on a pipe. Are you with me? And then um, something is coming from a direction. You are putting something in. Let's assume, you medical people, blood is coming from one section. You know that except there is already a vacuum created in that pipe that there, there, there has to be air in it is it not true if I'm wrong tell me now am I wrong so now when the blood is entering what happens to the air that was inside the pipe it will be displaced is it not true that displacement of the original content of the vessel or pipe such that the other one enters to occupy and the rate and the extent to which the new occupant has entered will also determine the rate or the extent to which 
the former occupant have left. Watch. Before a whole pipe like this is filled with air. Are you with me? Then blood began to enter. If I pumped blood to this extent, that means this is the extent to which air has been displaced in this pipe. Is it easy to understand? Now, the progression of God's work in your heart, in your life, is that if he initiates a move, watch what God does. How many of you have read the scripture and the Bible said that the kingdom can be likened to a mustard seed? That mustard seed can be likened to an encounter. Such that some encounters are so minute that you can ignore it. It can be as simple as go and read your Bible. It can be as simple as that. But you say, ah, Papa told me. There are some people who have prayed about them, prayed for long, and they are telling me, I want to fast for 40 days. I will tell them, reduce fasting, study more. After two weeks, they came back and told me they want to do 21, they want to fast. I said, okay, be, be fast. Meanwhile, are you with me? Some of them will tell me, I have an impression God is teaching me. You want to knock my head and God said, once you say God told you, I will now shift. Because me, I don't want to be in problem with God. <laughs> touch, touch that thing for me. Touch, touch it for me. Start small. I don't want to be in problem with God, so me, I will remove myself. But encounters can come as little as a seed. And the scripture spoke about this kind of seed. He said it can be as little as what? Hmm? But the scope and entire purpose that is captured in the heart of God is that that seed in growth huh, will retain the capacity to cover the entire space. Meanwhile, when he started, it's like what? A mustard seed. A man that don't understand that the capacity that, lock, that is locked up in every of the encounters of God is such that it can progress and in progression it will fulfill the purpose of God. Men like that they, they will camp in certain places in their progress. Many of them because they were not aware. Many of them because they are careless. Many of them because they don't know how. Because the scripture said that the labor of a fool, what? We read him. Why? Because he knoweth not the way to the city. There is such a thing as the way to the city. And I've taught you people, increase a little more. And I've taught you people, the city in this context is not a physical location. A city is a place in the spirit where civilizations have become dominant. The controlling um, influence in that realm is a civilization. Are you with me? It means that a man can engage something in God to the point that he has become a civilization. Something that is governmental in nature. I mean, in your life. Are you with me? And if it is a government in your life, then it can be government in other people's life. Because when you come carrying a civilization, um, once the hand of God comes on that civilization, it will be able to affect people. Are you with me? Is there a government? Have Sometimes God will leave a seed in your heart. It can be a seed of service. Huh? When that seed has begun to become a government as a result of the civilization that has been born, because wisdom has taught you the way to the city. Huh? That government will begin to affect the lives of the people that are surrounding you. 
all of a sudden every man will realize that service is pathway to glory because they asked Jesus they said how can who is the greatest amongst us he said the one that is serving meanwhile that revelation that thing cannot be something that men can yield themselves to if there are there is no man that rose up one day and, and realized the seed of service can be cooked and it can become a kingdom dominating factor such that it can bring government not just in my life but from my life to the lives of men are you with me I want to show you something now an average believer an average person in the church in Nigeria is stuck in their part of spiritual progress in their encounters many of them if you meet them you will find out that at one point or the other in their walk with God they had encounters encounters with the scripture encounters with the Holy Spirit there is no there is no way you cannot trace one or two encounters to a believer but many times they don't know how to make progress there and there is a problem with that it is a proof that they at some point subscribe to a philosophy an engineering that can only come from Satan and there is a way Satan is able to achieve his purpose in this context there is an influence from darkness there is a name that the scripture has for it let's see the book of Galatians chapter chapter 3 Galatians chapter 3 If you are there, say Amen. If you are not there, say wait for us. We are waiting. Oh, oh, teach me your wisdom. Teach me your wisdom. Oh. Oh, teach me always. Teach me always. Watch. So, verse 1, let's read together. 1, 2, ready, go. Uh huh. Enough. I don't understand. Did you read? Did you understand what you read? Let's read it, that, that phrase again. One, two, ready, go. You are not paying. You are not paying attention. Let's read it again. One, two, ready, go. I'm not paying. Somebody like Choma is not paying attention. Let's read it again. One, two, ready, go. Half of the people here have not they have not set their heart on this matter. You are not already seeing the enormity of the case that is presented before us here. Let's read it again. I don't know how it happened, but witchcraft entered the church. I remember he's talking to believers. Huh? He's not saying witchcraft is attacking you. He said witchcraft has actually attacked his witchcraft working. Now, how did he know that witchcraft is in their midst? I want to know how he knew. How did he know? Let's read the remaining.
Next verse. Next verse. Can you see where we are going? Now, the key word there, of course, you always know, is perfection. The summary of our work in Revival Hub is sonship, is maturity. It is the workings of the Spirit of God in and through men so that we achieve the, the, the kind of stature in men that it takes for God to bring the age of the kingdom to pass. We have found out that the, the government of God comes on the shoulders of son. And these kinds of son is not as a result of the fact. They are not made by gifts. They are not made by handouts. They are made by process. They are made by stature. There are many things. See, the church of Jesus Christ that we have now, huh? especially the Nigerian church, using it for an example, is a church that is full of too many gifts and graces. Huh? Anointing. Many things that is as a result of gifts, favor, mercy, and all those things. There is no stature inside. Huh? They don't know that those things that God allows to us is so, so that we'll be able to look up and see that there is um, an availability of resources, inexhaustible, so that we'll be built up to the original target of God. So when a man begins to camp in that place, he's a man that has been excluded from the eternal economy of God, eternal purpose of God. Because the reason why God made those things available and possible is that every man will now lose the excuse. Are you with me? Hmm. So, Paul came and told the Galatian church, he said, who has bewitched you? And I needed to know whether what he meant is that a witch now appeared in the night and said, I'm here to suck your blood. I began to read. And I found out that when a man stagnates in his path of spiritual progress, it's a, it's a proof that he is under the influence of witchcraft. When last did you make progress? You are under witchcraft attack. <laughs> I'm not the one that said it. Oh. Okay, no. No, somebody said, let's read it again. Let's read it. Let's read verse 1. So you tell me what it means. Let's read. 1, 2, ready, go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Verse 2. Verse 3. Now, the scripture has evidently set out some things before us here that a believer can be bewitched and in the context of bewitchment witchcraft working on your life is that the path of encounters that God has set before us somehow we have either stagnated or even went back are you with me? The, and the reason why we went back watch is because somehow along the line we subscribe to systems that is outside of the things that started building us so we thought that there is another way to ascend the hills and heights of God 
that is outside of the one that he has laid down for us. So um, at that point, a man becomes bewitched. So there is witchcraft at work in a congregation where they decide to remain babes. Are you with me? As a matter of fact, it is a proof that there is a city, a civilization that has camped in that place. That city is called Nineveh. And in the days of Nineveh, everybody wanted to be a child. Nobody wanted to grow. The kind of teachings and lectures, the kind of church activities, the kind of things that you are being exposed to will continually keep you a babe. It can only answer to your needs. Let it not touch your character. Huh? Let it not touch your appetite, your lust. Hmm? As long as God has blessed you, as long as there is money in your pocket, as long as you can do something and somebody fall under power and then probably gather crowd, then all things are well. Let's begin to move. Huh? Meanwhile, the man inside is getting small and small every day. In the outside, he is becoming big. A man can be clapping for you. Meanwhile, are you with me? On the inside, the last time you made significant progress in the context of the original encounters that God has given you can be months and even years ago. Huh? You will know that. You will hear some of those people say it. Go and ask your parents. If you had parents that were born again or people that were born again, they will tell you, God, those days eh, when we used to do it, that rain even beat us. Huh? Yes. There are people with testimonies like that. That means at a point in their work with God, they, they fell under the severe attack of witchcraft. And if you check this thing I'm saying now, you will find out that almost every denomination and church at one point or the other is under witchcraft attack. Seven, 70%, and I'm saying 70 to be conservative, is actually more than 70. An average church, 80% is under the attack of witchcraft. How do we know? Paul told us that when men, God, most times, there are encounters that you lack the capacity to initiate. But the Spirit of God can initiate those encounters. And when the seeds of encounter has been planted in your life, then, according as the last teacher said, there will be instructions left for you so that when a man begins to follow that path, he will find himself to the point where God, through that system, has actualized his purposes in your life. Are you with me? Now, when a man begins to leave that path that has been set for him so that God will continually make progress so that the workings of the spirit will be intensified in his life and then begin to subscribe or begin to think that there is any other way to achieve the purposes of God. Now, I need to tell you that there are other many things that can be working except the encounter of God. And the problem with that is that sometimes it takes long for you to realize that there is a disconnection in the spirit. How many of you have put an iron in electric? Sometimes if you remove it, you can iron for one hour. But after some time, you will find out that you have lost the genuinity and authenticity of the workings of God in your life. You will begin to do boroboro. You begin to struggle in the things that you used to be very good at. If, are you with me? You start struggling. You notice that there is not much progress in the things that matter. Huh? Now, there are principles along the path that you have hung on. And some of those things can still bring results. Because the universe is structured in such a way that principles govern it. Are you with me? So if there are principles that 
probably you are still doing tithing and giving and then the financial aspect is working but in the context of the buildings and the execution of God's purposes in your life you stagnated when your encounter became stagnated at that point the workings of the spirit had become stagnated huh? you, you have refused to make progress in your encounters God appeared last year to me came and said come let me teach you prayer I said uh-uh. after all these years of praying God said what come let me do what That means, if it is true that you are making progress in your encounters with God, a time will come, you will exhaust all the teachings in the particular layer of spiritual experience. Are you with me? And then the proof that you have exhausted the lecture in that layer is that you will be shifted to another realm. And the proof that you have actually entered another realm, another regime, another layer of teaching is that God will bring new instructions. As she said, new instructions is a proof that you have exhausted the former layer of teaching. Now, there are people that want to make progress in God that have not exhausted the last thing God is teaching you, He has not finished teaching. That means your encounter, there is no progress in it. Now, if you can have an encounter without doing anything, but you can't keep an encounter without doing anything. You can't make progress in an encounter without doing anything. Are you with me? Let me tell you what happened. Now, even though in my own case, I can think that God led me to do a few things. But when I had an encounter, then the power of God began to manifest in my life. I think, I think you saw it one or two times when we were in campus. Do you know after some time, what happened was that I thought, ah, God don't give me, it's permanent I stopped praying, I stopped fasting, I stopped doing some things. But I started watching movies, I started flexing. It's after me flexing. Initially, when I do it, if I come out, things will happen. Things will happen. Things will happen. After some time, I noticed that the power of God started receding in my life. Now, that is the list of the manifestation because there are also some things you can do to manipulate your way. But when God opens you up to power, the end point is not power, but what God intends to achieve by power in your life and through your life. It might mean that you can actually find a way to manipulate your way to power and then the purposes of God will not be achieved because that power is now used for selfish purposes. Or the man and the vessel through which God is flowing through has now disaligned himself. And I need you to know that the message of God is as important as the messenger. It's a matter of fact. If a message can be delivered flawlessly, then a time will come where you cannot dissociate the message from the message. Now, I was asked a question when I was teaching some people one time. They asked the message and the messenger, which is more important? Huh? Which is more important? Huh? Wait. Which is more important? No. The message. The message is more important than the messenger. The messenger, messenger can change anytime. But the message is constant. And in that class, people began to ask me, what of the example of Jesus? Now, you need to know why Jesus, are you with me? Is, is more important than any other thing. 
it is one. Let me show you why. John chapter 1 verse 1. John chapter 1 verse 1. Quickly. John chapter 1 verse 1. Now the scripture said, In the beginning was what? And the word was... And the word was what? I don't know how it happened. But the word became before... Watch. Let's even go further. Verse 2. The same was in the beginning with... It was in the beginning with God. Verse 3. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Verse 4. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Verse 5. And the light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Verse 6. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. Verse 7. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. Verse he was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. Uh-huh. That was the true light, which lighted every man that cometh into the world. Verse 10. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Verse 11. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. Verse 12. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. There is a verse I'm looking for which we are born not of the blood nor of the will of the flesh but of the will of wait no which we are not of not of blood nor of the will of the flesh nor of the will of man but of God next verse and the word was what this is where I'm going are you with me at the point the word was made flesh it had become a messenger but before the word became a messenger it became a being so Jesus was the kind of messenger he was because he waited till his whole being became the message. Are you with me? You are not with me. Huh? So, in the context of Jesus, huh? the message was the messenger. Do you know what he's telling us? He is able to execute his the purpose flawlessly because he stayed. They said the word was with God. He stayed for so long that he became the, mes- the messenger became the message that he is about to preach and that is the context that is the pattern that he modeled for the apostles and the person that was writing the book of Acts now told us um, in the book of Acts chapter 1 verse 1 he said oh excellent Theophilus that, that Acts not Amos who is my guy huh? are you fasting Stop fasting if you are fasting. Ask, you showed me Colossians. The former three ties have I made. Huh? O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began to what? Do. And to what? Teach. So, Jesus brought from the eternal realm the, the um, patterns of God's function, the patterns of God's execution. And the patterns of God's execution is that if you want to do something for God, sister, look at me. If you want to do something for God, that God will say, Aye, you have done it well. What will you do first? You become that thing you need to do. It is... Are you with me? Oh? The only way you can do something for God, there, there is only one accurate messenger in the context of God's execution. The one that has become his message. Huh? So somebody can come and preach about prayer and then people can even cry because you can preach under the anointing and people can cry and pray but you have not become your message 
you can preach love you have not become your message you can preach unity you have not be, you can preach holiness you are living in sin you can preach you can preach sincerity eh? but there is guy in your heart there is no genuinity in your heart are you with me that's not jesus jesus stayed with the father till he became what he's about to preach are you with me it was when he appeared that we found out that real preaching that the words i speak to you they are not verbals they are what spirit and they are what life so when you encounter jesus the communications of his teachings is the release of the spirit and you know for there to be a release of the spirit there is fundamentally a need for the breaking of the outer man it is a proof that the administrations coming from the spirit cannot function concurrently with the administrations of the flesh one has to shut down so that the other will move that is why john said in the book of john chapter 3 verse 3 he said that i will what decrease so that he will what so the one of the major proofs that there is a progression i will show us from tomorrow we'll see that there are progressions their progressiveness in the encounters of god in your life is that the things you used to be will be going down and the things that god is doing will become consistently more obvious in your life huh so if at a point we found out that there is a retrogression in your encounters with god that there is a time god encountered you and you prayed for nine hours but now you are struggling for one hour huh according to the book of galatians chapter 3 huh? verse 1 what are you suffering from you are suffering from witchcraft because today you are going to pray oh god deliver me from witchcraft i know you don't like it but it's true hmm? a day came you touched something and then cripples all kinds of things began to happen after some time even headache you can't even hear your own headache i see many people with their eyes red huh i thought you said you are a woman of faith you have even helped people heal the sick and all those things and your eye is burning you sun is like sun is in your eye no nobody as you do you nobody so nobody so do your hand like this do your hand the camera won't catch you you won't raise your hand that's part of the reason why you are not even sincere i wanted to help you people but since you didn't raise your hand let me leave you people where i wanted to give you one it's like this you raise your own i say raise it like this you that if satan is coming before if you get angry he will leave now even if you are talking he won't leave hmm? because at some point in your work you subscribe to the flesh and are you with me and if paul is the one holding this mic eh? he will say you are suffering from what the first prayer we are going to pray is that god should deliver us from all our ways when a man subscribes to his ways outside of the way that god has initiated for you and his attempt is to fulfill the purposes of god in his life a man like paul will come and tell you that you are under attack the attack of witchcraft because there is no possibility of you starting with with god in a dimension of encounter and think that there is a possibility of fulfilling it in a different way can you pray with me in the next two minutes and ask god
deliver me from my ways deliver me from my ways deliver me from my ways deliver me you are not praying deliver me from my ways Sabronda Papa Cabratos Samanta Petelian Depo Command Lepros Tapata Babianta Capa Sateliante Penecombrata Palante Deliver me from my ways Deliver me from my wisdom Deliver me from my craftiness Deliver me Deliver me Subante Cabranda Paparanteli Jatapanta Braco Patamananta Cabratalia Oh Galatians Who has bewitched you The man of God is assuming That you are under his prayer The man of God is assuming That you listen to someone Someone that has the capacity To derail you From the path that God Has originally set you upon From the structures that he has Put around your work Within Who has bewitched you Oh ye foolish Galatians, who? Who is it? Who is turning you away from the path of perfection and maturity? The path of progress in your encounters with God. Such that every new day opens up a new layer of progress in God. That the testimony of your work with God will never be that there is a better yesterday. But the scripture says that move from glory to glory as by the Spirit of God that the path of the church is like a shining light that shineth bright and bright and bright and bright even unto the perfect day pray to God 30 more seconds